Hello and welcome to After All This Time Always, episode 31. Tom isn't here this week, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be your host this week. I'm Mr. Patrick Holland and I'm joined by... Hello, Mr. Michael Godfrey. And some say he's the creature of this podcast because <laughs> uh, he doesn't like it when other people come around to his mistress's house. <laughs> Producer Joe Power. God. Wow. You know, you know Hannah listens to this. <laughs> That's going to be a whole series of questions. Oh, I'm sorry, Hannah. <laughs> How you guys doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I forgot the mic stands. Okay. So that that's why we've got pains in our lower back and we're <laughs> leaning over tables with my miniature mic stands. I'm glad you owned up to it because I thought this might have been Tom trying to sabotage <laughs> the Tomless episode. He's taken the mic stands to Edinburgh. Absolute mm. basket. So that you can learn how to use them. <laughs> oh! oh, we don't mind that. He's not here. Don't mind if I did. <laughs> How are you doing, Michael? Michael's Corner is filled with its own microphone this week. Yeah, I know. Shining a light on Michael's very Corner. Very strange. I it, don't know what's going on. I've got headphones not... and everything. Um, <laughs> special <yeah>. treat. <laughs> special treat for Mike. I mean, the chains off of my ankle and everything. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, do well. Welcome, Michael. Have you had a night? Michael, so of, Michael, of course, is a uh, teacher of younger minds. Uh, how's your summer holiday been so far, mate? It's been very nice, very relaxing. Um, I've even got back to the gym, which is quite You've nice. gone back to the gym? Gone back to the gym. You look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't been doing anything awesome yet. Just, just sitting around. No, with just watching. <laughs> they got the good vending machine yeah, there. Oh, <laughs> best chips in town. What can I say? Oh, good stuff. Oh, it's good. How are you doing, Patrick? Yeah, I'm all right. You know, fairly standard week. Yeah, oh, good update. No. <laughs> Sweet content friendly. Uh, do you want to hear a story? I'd love a story. Let's right. Let's seamlessly move. Ah, oh. haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. I was ready to seamlessly move into an anecdote there, like a real pro. <laughs> I've got a uh, socially awkward story. Oh, I'm up for a socially awkward oh. one, Mike. Okay, again, it goes back to the gym. I've been working out quite hard. Okay. And uh, I've got the, the the glazed look in my eyes. That sort of very tired, sure, starey. Um, and I'm looking at the clock, just timing my rest breaks. As I come to, just below the <laughs> clocks are a line of treadmills. Right. And there's this girl running on the treadmill, and she's got a look on her face as she's looking at me as if like, what? Oh, oh God, so you've been, you've been like, you look like you've been drooling yeah, over exactly, because I was just dazed <laughs> and looking at the clock, and then I just... Come to. I did the, you know that really awkward no, Coco. <laughs> like tongue hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> Sweat dripping down my face, you know. But, and it's, you know, you know when you're in those awkward situations and you have to pretend that you wasn't doing it, so you sort of like, you shake your head vigorously, you, you check your, oh, your God. I need to really <laughs> urgently look everywhere else now. Yeah, I was doing everything. <laughs> I was looking at my wrist, checking just my invisible you. watch, it was... <laughs> Yeah, very, checking, very awkward Checking moment. my pockets, make sure I've got everything. <laughs> Good chat, guys. Mm. Um, What's coming up on the rest of the show? Well, uh, right, we've got some peeves from last week. Yeah, I've got a few peeves. Mostly, uh, should, we just, should we just basically lay into Tom <laughs> because he's not here? <laughs> How dare he? We've got, not pensive, but new pensive. The new pensive, yeah. What's that, Pat? Well, it's, it's a new game. And basically, I loved your pensive jingle so much that it's a shame for it to go to waste. So I've 
created a new pensive-based game. Okay. Which we'll be trialling. Oh, but you're not going to describe it now. I'm not going to describe it now. <laughs> so some... I left a gap for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that out with applause. <laughs> we have uh, the Wizen Gamut. Fortunately, you've got another week off me participating. It will be Pat versus Mike. Yes, yeah. In a case Tom's, of my own making. Tom's not here to defend the case or argue the case that we set last week. Yeah. So me and Mike will be taking the gamut. 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 All right, lovely. Well, I'm looking forward to I'm d- I'm actually really looking forward to this. You, you won't like the question I post. Um, <laughs> then we've got new feature, The Week in Geek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, this is basic, basically because this is a, uh, a Tomless episode, or as we're now calling the Neversodes. Mm, I like uh, If ever one of the regular three can't be there, we'll be calling them, uh, we'll be calling them Neversodes. So this is Neversode 1, the Phantom... Dennis, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll be talking about uh, just, you know, pop culture bits and bobs. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much Harry Potter we can talk about. Yeah. But right. we love all pop culture. I mean, it'll all come back mm. to Harry, bringing it back to Potter. Oh, we'll always bring it back to... I mean, because the intention with this podcast was never it, for it to just be a Harry Potter podcast. It was about, you know, men struggling with growing up and being geeks and, mm. and suffering from nostalgia quite badly. Well, we are massive man-children. Like, oh, absolutely. insanely excited about new Star Wars and new superhero movies and stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, But we'll always be bringing it back to Potter mm. at some point. Uh, speaking of which, we've also got some Potter Watch. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, Mike's bought some Potter-based news. Interesting. Mm. Uh, and then we're going to end with a quiz. It's Pat versus Joe. <gasps> Mike is the quiz master this week. I didn't realise that. Oh, yes. Oh. Okay, well, at least I can try and get one up on toll. Yeah, yeah. Well, Uh, (laughs) maybe. Well, well, no, almost certainly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. I mean, you know, going by past experience... what have you got? What have you got for the quiz, Mike? You got anything special lined up, or is it just a quiz? Oh no! It's uh, seen as Michael Corner has come out of his corner. The quiz is going to be on Michael Corner. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Sake! <laughs> I know. You know everyone's favourite character of know Harry Potter. So franchise. little about him. <laughs> 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 this should be fun. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. Question one: Who is Michael Corner? <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really struggling to actually remember who he is. I mean, I, no, I, he was got like three bits. Of actually, no, because the thing is, I imagine there's such little information on this character. Anything I say about him will be a question coming up later. I mm. think they'll probably be easier than you're expecting. All, all right. The the thing I remember, and I just need to know if this is right <laughs> before we go into the quiz. Yeah. He he went out with Ginny at one point. Correct. Right? Okay, that's what I remember about Michael Corner. So and that is going to be the one and only question in the quiz <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> given to you. Yeah. Oh, well, it's like, who wants to go first? <laughs> right, and uh, we, we will also be speaking to Tom at some point during this episode. We'll phone him up, see what he's getting up to in Edinburgh. Mm. Do go see his show, by the way, if you're up there, or or is it finished? I think oh, it's, it's finished, finished by it. now. But at the time of recording, I think it's his last day. But go see Paul, Paul Savage. Savage. Yes, uh, do gooder. Do gooder at Chow Roma. Two forty five. I think it's two forty five. Chow Roma. Go to Chow Roma and stay there all day until Paul Savage comes on. Yeah. No, actually, no. Stay until after he's finished. Don't just leave when he comes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick <laughs> around for the whole show. The of the show. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need that. <laughs> 
crowd of people walking away as soon as he walks on. <laughs> That's no good. All right, and, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll be phoning Tom, but I don't think he'll be doing a riddle. But Mike... Oh, Mike has got a story. We'll be doing Tom's riddle. Anyway, let's have some peeves. Peeves? Okay, I've only got the one peeve, Patrick. Uh, mm-hmm. Who did you say last week directed uh, Arrival? I think I said Dallas, Dennis Villeview. Villeview. Okay, well, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Uh, according to YouTube, this is how you say it. Dennis Villeneuve. So there he goes. Dennis Villeneuve Dennis that directed Villeneuve. Double Up. Uh, Dennis Villeneuve directed Arrival. That's the only peeve I have. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the rest of these angry peeves. Lovely, lovely peeves. Um, well, there was a bit of a debate about where Shane Black uh, came from, the um, yes. the writer-director of oh, Nice yeah. Guys and yeah, Nine yeah, Man yeah. 3. He is American. Uh, Rick Mail died in 2014, not 2016. Jesus. Like Wait, really? That long ago? Mm. It feels just like yesterday. Yeah, yeah that feels like the... M- that feels more recent than Prince. Mm. Yeah. That's a strange one. And uh, Tom said that memory charms can be broken. I was saying, can Hermione unobliviate her parents? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he said yes, because Bertha Jorkin's memory charm was broken by Voldemort. Mm. But mm. the way you break a memory charm yeah. is through torture. They extracted information from her regarding the whereabouts of Crouch's son, but the breaking of the charm had caused a great toll on Bertha, and her body and mind was damaged beyond repair. Oh, so, dear. I don't think that avenue is open to Hermione with her parents. Oh, that's Leading sad. back to the question, are we going to find something in Fantastic Beasts 2 that shows how you can yeah, un-erase yeah. or, or re-erase, un- Un-ara- undo, un-erase. undo, undo. Yeah, uh, memory draw it again. Draw it again. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it again. Scrape off the tipex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, have you got any peas, mate? Um, I do actually. What the hell is your problem? I know. Coming in strong. <laughs> I'm real. Uh, my peeve actually is with Tom. With Tom. <laughs> Lovely. Yep. Good. Well, Jumping funny. in is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was. It was about the riddle and how when you answered Pat, you said it was my person. Mm. And then Tom said, no, it's, it's actually Mer people. It was actually written to be Mer person. Yes, because it was written so. as the as the individual, not as the Oh, collector. so Tom read it wrong. So Tom read the riddle right, uh-huh. and Pat got the right answer by saying Oh, Mer oh, person. sorry. Oh, so I stopped you... listening halfway through okay. what you were saying. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it sounds like one of my lessons. <laughs> no, it's because I, cause it reminded me of... Uh, a, not a peeve as such, just something I thought I'd tell you guys. When Tom did the riddle the other week where the answer was Quirrell, mm. and I got it quite quickly, and Tom was very impressed, and you were very impressed, yeah. uh, and I think, Michael, you were impressed, but Michael, I don't imagine you remember on your birthday being drunk and taking me through the riddles we haven't read yet. And, <laughs> I... <laughs> and Pat, I went to you with that riddle, and you couldn't get it either. I couldn't get it that day. And then you've, I finally got it out of you that it was Quirrell, and so I was like, yes, yes Quirrell, I know this one. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> easy, yep. easy riddle, mate. Yeah. Mate, Rita totally. Cheetah over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, actually... Somebody got it before you did, before both of you did. Yeah, Someone friend, who's been mentioned on the show before, who's not a Harry Potter fan. Oh, yeah. The Hifflepiff guy. The Hifflepiff man. He got it so quickly. That was really annoying. Yeah, that was He almost said annoying. it with a smug look on his face, like, yeah. 
Because he's so, he's so clearly a fan of Harry Potter oh, and won't a admit it. Fan. <laughs> he was so, he was delighted when he found out he was Ravenclaw. He is the boggart in most people's wardrobes. <laughs> he is so deep in the closet about being a Harry Potter fan. Right, let's see what Tom's up to. <laughs> morning tom morning guys how are you <laughs> i'm all right do you know we're recording mate <laughs> yes <laughs> right ready one two three hello <laughs> 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 no we're right we've done that bit we had we had to do it without you've got mike in instead Hey, yeah, I've got, we've got mics always. <laughs> no, but, no, as in we've got we've got three people doing the pop. This is, you're just a feature this week. You're not part of the main show. The main feature, what? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, how has Edinburgh been? Uh, it's been good. Um, I've enjoyed myself, enjoyed my time, but I'm ready, ready to go. Are you ready to leave now? <laughs> yeah, I'm just so tired. You really? You only did one week? Two weeks. Two weeks. Well, one and a half. One and a half, yeah. How have the uh, shows gone? No, it's been good. Show's been fine. Turn up at the venue, first day. Uh, it's a bit of a crack den. Um, <laughs> with no electricity. Bit. <laughs> which is, is fine. Um, That's good. So that, was that a shout but, show? Uh, n- no. Um, just without Mike. And then I talked. And then uh, I was in complete darkness apart from one battery-operated lamp for the first show. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but it was so a bleak. Bleak experience. Um, I know now, <laughs> next year, not to accept a venue without fully uh, realising the uh, ramifications. No, sure. Have you, have you had power for your other shows? Um, yes, yes. I've had power and, and a few lamps for the other shows. But there's still no electricity. It's all goes from uh, there's like several uh, extension leads. Oh my word! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it it's time. But uh, apart from that, having a lovely time. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you 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 were doing some uh, late night drunk texting the other day. You've been getting drunk. You're a right regular uh, pat. Drunk, drunk <laughs> tweeting. Yeah. So you have you been drinking every night? Oh, right. uh, Elsa's up now, so I'm not drinking much. Oh, either, Elsa's but... come to join. Oh, lovely. Yeah, Elsa's come to join. So, um, and... who, who have the highlights been? Highlights: uh, Ian Smith, Phil mm. McLaughlin, Mark Simmons, Josh Pugh. I've seen a lot of shows. I've managed to see a lot of shows while I'm up here. Have you seen Paul um, Savage's show? I've literally seen Paul Savage. Pardon? No, sorry, Paul. I didn't get around. I bumped into him in the street and gave him a cuddle, but I didn't get the chance to see his show. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Did you say? Yeah. Did you say hello from us? I did. Yeah. Good. Um, mm. And then we, we, we've all considered it was the first day, so it was like, oh, we'll meet for a pint. But um, yeah, you just Edinburgh's such a blur. It's such a bubble, and you just you forget everything. I've not really done too much Potter stuff. I've gone and had a look at a few um, Potter shops. Um, which went and watched a Harry Potter sketch show, which was not bad. <laughs> there was a slight hesitation there. <laughs> no, uh, to be honest, I can't really remember much about it. Because you were uh, drunk out uh, of your mind. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm, only, I'm not drinking during the day. 
Um, and it's the best yeah, time to drink. <laughs> uh, how, how have you guys been? What have you been up to? Uh, just you know, getting on with our lives. Yeah, no. I mean, we've kind of covered it. I mean, my, uh, my car's at the mechanics at the moment. Don't think I said that earlier. Had a new fridge freezer delivered this morning. Yeah, it's all going off. How'd you get a fridge freezer delivered out of the car? Yeah, well, I got it delivered. I didn't pick it up. Is that why you had to take the car to the garage because the fridge was too big? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I thought you were just me about that, mate, about the new fridge freezer. I thought that was a text. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were better friends than this. Yeah. I'm going to walk into your house, see a whole new fridge freezer? Yeah. <laughs> like some kind of commoner? That. You're going to let me see that rather than, you know. Sorry, mate, I'll text you a picture now. It hasn't been plugged in yet, so you're still one of the first to know. Cool. Um, and if you could tweet that out on... <laughs> we'll wait, we're waiting 12 weeks before we uh, let the world know that Joe's got a new free Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be, obviously, there'll be the, the minimum waiting period between. I did do a gig with a guy who had a Severus Snape song. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, can't remember his name. Funny. Sweet, that's good for future getting in contact with his, his representation. Exactly. It's good All right, T. How's, how's Mike doing in the chair? How are you doing, Mike? Yeah, it's uh, so far so good, Let I think. You know, it's a slippery slope. Don't go on holiday, please. <laughs> <laughs> just keeping it warm. Just keeping it warm. Yeah. He's just keeping it warm for your tongue. Uh, all right, all right, mate. Well, that'll be uh, trimmed and edited to seem like a smooth conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it always is. Um, no, right, it was yeah, good no. content, but you're back next week. I have to be. The amount of, I've heard it's outrage. <laughs> <laughs> There's a storm on Twitter. There's a storm. The various media platforms where everyone's talking about Pat being the favourite and then Joe with a lovely laugh. Nothing that's not that <laughs> <laughs> That's in reference to... Who tweeted that? Oh, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie tweeted last night after we announced that we're doing a Tomless episode that yeah. Pat was the real hero... I have the best laugh because I got involved, obviously. I was very offended. Uh, yeah, nothing for Tom, though. Tom, that's fine. He was, he was too fine. drunk. He couldn't read the tweets. Yeah, at ATTA pod. pod to see the aftermath of that. Or at yeah. Tom Toll Comedy to see a man breaking down. <laughs> all, right. Right, all right, T. Uh, go back, enjoy the rest of Edinburgh, and uh, you'll be back on the show next week. <laughs> Good high energy sign off there from Tom Toll. Bye. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Tom. Bye. Oh, that was nice to speak to Tom. Yeah, delighted to hear he's doing well. Yeah, he seems to be uh... boring as ever. Right. Okay. <laughs> on with the show. <laughs> Let's try the new pensive. Let's see how this game goes. Right, so roll my pensive jingle. With updates, if I decide to make them in a couple of months. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the pensive, as we know, is a way of looking back at the past. So there's a pensive-based game for you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a number one film from some time in the past. Mm-hmm. And the song that was number one at the same time. Okay. And okay. using your knowledge of movies and music, 
yeah. try and figure out when that was. And then using your knowledge of Harry Potter, right, work out what Harry was up to while those films were number one and those songs were number one. Okay. Right, as, in, as in, so so you're going to give us probably something from the 90s. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Right, so the number one film is Terminator 2. Okay. Right, okay, so that's, yeah. And the number one song is Brian Adams' Everything I Do, do I do, do It For You. you. Okay. okay. Which was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my guess would be that Harry at this time would be going to Hogwarts. For the first time. I mean, bang on. Yeah. September 1st, 1991. Harry boards the Hogwarts Express and is sorted into Gryffindor. Okay, so you got this. Okay, okay. Okay, That sounds... Okay. That's an easy one, though, because I can can tell you, like, if you tell me something from, like, sort of late June, July uh, 1997, I can tell you what's happening then. (laughs) And you've you've given me the other one that I would have got. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I do think think this is something that Tom's going to be really good at, because I think he's got... He's, he's very good with yeah, dates. Actually, when, yeah. when, when you you're good at figuring out the movie and the song, and when in the real world that's taking place. Yes, and then Tom can go. Okay, so if that was the date in the real world, ah, oh, okay, together, yeah, yeah. So Mike, I'm relying on you. Yeah, see what you can do with Let's this one. Give it a go. So the number one film yep. is The Swan Princess. Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, I don't remember it. The number one song yep. is Bjork. It's Oh So Quiet. Right, okay. Ah, okay. So that would be probably Summer 94. I was thinking 94. I think I'm certain that album came out in 94. I think that was on post, that record. You're about a year off. So it came out in 93. You're about two years off. About 95. So 95 would have been... So he goes in 91. Yep. So, so that's his fourth, fifth year, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. 95, yep. So he's about, to, he's about to start his fifth year. Yeah, he's about to start his fifth year. So uh, could that summer, yep. could it be being attacked by the, by the Dementors in, in Little Winging? Patrick? It's incorrect. Okay. Oh, maybe, did he have his hearing... In the summer, because it was before he went back to Hogwarts, didn't he? Was it hearing? Not the hearing. Not to give up? He- yeah, go on. I've just realised I wrote down the wrong date uh, on my thing, so I'm just trying to find... I believe it was December the 18th was... Uh, oh, it date. wasn't summer, right. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, just, it's just such a summery song. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, but okay. I suppose it's always summer in LA when they film the video. Yeah. Um, no, it was December 18th. Harry kisses Cho Chang. Oh. Oh, and then later so on that nice. night, Mr. Weasley is attacked by Nagini, and Harry and the Weasleys get evacuated oh, from the school. Right, okay. So, what was this? What's this one, prim- Princess? Is that a Disney that film? That's a Disney film, yeah. It certain. wasn't a Disney film, but I made a note because I wasn't familiar with it. It's animated, um, though. It was isn't an it? animated musical based on the ballet Swan Lake. Oh, Tchaikovsky. Uh, featuring the voice Knowledge. talents of Howard McGillan, Jack Palance, John Cleese. Uh, it was distributed yes. by New Line. Good cast. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I think John Cleese played like a toad or a Oh, so you, oh, or you know the film. You've seen it. I think so, oh, yeah. Cool. It I has seven direct-to-video sequels. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the American pie of animated movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for Swan Princess, the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Summer vacation. <laughs> this is a fun game, though, Pat. I like it. Yeah, that'll be back yeah, next week. Right? Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Right, so 
the week in geek. We we still don't really know what this feature is going to be yet, but we all saw the latest Ant Man in the last week. So yeah, now is it. our time to talk about something non Potter. Are we going spoilery? Um. I don't think we should go too spoilery, mm-hmm. but I should say at the top of this, right? One, we all really liked this film, right? Yes. I loved it. Yeah, it's absolutely. really fa- if you like the first Ant Man, you'll like this one. Uh, we should also say if you're a fan of like you know the Marvel universe, this film's relatively inconsequential. Not, no, I mean it's only it only really sort of furthers the story of. Uh, those three protagonists, Ant Man, yeah. Wasp, yeah. and uh, same, same Michael as the Douglas. first, same as the first Ant Man. Like it was obviously very much part of that world, yeah. but it's not a the, the story's not really following no. what's happening in it. Like the first two Guardians, yeah, yeah, they exactly. sort of stand on Definitely. their own. There's a but few was, mentions of yeah, things, there's there's hints nothing, to it. Yeah, you yeah. See, you basically see what he got up to. Uh, you know how he got out of uh, the prison that he was put in at the end of Civil War. We nearly missed that. Yeah, we did. Oh my god! Yeah, we um, when we went and saw it last night, uh-huh. we were like, "You don't want to get about twenty minutes of trailers." Mm. We we're like, and "Maybe, maybe we'll get lucky because we were twenty-five minutes late." Mm. Sat down. We we're like, "I feel like we've missed more than five minutes." Oh right. So we went out and bought tickets for the next showing. Went mm. in, and it was, we were watching it for about half an hour before we were like, "Oh my god, we missed we missed a good like it was half hour of this film." It must, wow. Oh wow! It must have started with no trailers or ads. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and it's a it's a good start as well to the film. I tell you what though, like my appreciation of it was a little skewered because I went me me and a bunch of friends went to uh, I mean you know that they were your friends as well. We went to uh, Wingfest in East London. Oh, oh yeah, and, and our friend James Pateman was insistent on completing the festival, so we had a wing from every stand. So that's how a, expensive a, is that? That well, it's a pound a wing. So we would have probably all spent just over 30 quid each. On a but we right. would have bought beers and, yeah. you know, we had to complete the festival. So we also had ice cream and a churro as well. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but basically, like over 30 wings we'd had. <laughs> How were you the next day? <laughs> oh, it, was, it, it was raining in my heart. <laughs> it's nice as well I could put that. I mean, it means nothing. But um, so, yeah, so a bunch of, like a lot of wings hmm. of... Also, oh, I must say, we had this one wing that was uh, the sauce that it was covered in was uh, dark chocolate and black bean. It was disgusting. It sounds it. That doesn't sound nice. It at all. really ruined my day, and it was really thick as well. Mm. It was not not like normal wings where you like you know you sort of marinate them and it's really nice. It was like thick sauce on top yeah. of it. It was it was like pouring chocolate sauce on top of it. It was gross. Anyway, so it's like casting Joe Pesci as Ron Weasley. It's like. <laughs> It's like, I like Daniel Radcliffe and I like Emma Watson. And I like Joe Pesci, but now you've messed up what should be a beautiful trio. Fucking males here! <laughs> what, you landed my fucking cereal? <laughs> and one job, give me the fucking mail! <laughs> Sorry for the amount of bleeps you just heard there. Uh, <laughs> they were flipping accurate Joe Pesci impressions there. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I ate about 30 wings, drank a bunch of beers, uh, and then went and saw Ant-Man at like a 10 o'clock showing with some friends. Oh, okay. So you were inebriated. Yeah. Well, not not inebriated, more just heavy after the day. Mm. And then, you know, I tried. I had a big old Coca-Cola to pet me up, but I was, my eyes were closing during the film. However, the film was entertaining enough to keep me focused and it was very funny at points i i would yeah. go so far as to say i think it was from memory funnier than deadpool 2 
Oh, wow, De- really? Deadpool 2 had some bigger laughs. Sure. But they were fewer and far between. Ant-Man was just regular chuckles the whole way through. Sure, I would sure, totally sure. agree. And um, think about Deadpool 2, when they replay some of the jokes that were brilliant in the first film. Mm. Uh, obviously, regrowing back his limbs. That was funny. That was but it funny. it wasn't as funny as the first time I saw it. Yeah, the initial shock of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas in Ant-Man and the Wasp, there are parts that they play on. So when Michael Peña's... Peña? Peña? Uh, when he he, uh, retells a story yeah and then obviously it's dubbed over in his voice Mm, it's different mm. actors I thought that was brilliant as well it's great but that's also a replay of a joke isn't it yeah but what I love is it was so well done it was a replay but the sort of advance because this time he wasn't just saying things that we hadn't seen for exposition he was Mm. catching a character up on the events of the movie so far so we were seeing scenes again yeah that they'd obviously shot twice, but from through his lens and then through yeah, it's the actor. Ve- it's I thought very it was really good. good. Do you know really what, one thing that sort of dampened it for me, my enjoyment of the film, was obviously because uh, Michael Pena's character is obviously uh, uh, Mexican and Morrissey is massive I in Mexico. I was going to ask you about this. There was a lot of Morrissey references. Yeah, he's he's huge in Mexico. Yeah, he's, he, like there's there's this weird connection between how very English and depressing Morrissey is <laughs> and Mexican people for some reason. Yeah, so that sort of dampened it for me because obviously only this year have I had to sort of stop wearing my favourite Smith's T-shirt, mm. which I bought in 2003, by the way. What That's t-shirt? my longest serving T-shirt. What T-shirt are you wearing today there, Joe? Oh, shut up. <laughs> 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 to make this worse, Pat bought this for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a T-shirt that says written and directed by Woody Allen. Yeah, <laughs> white on black. It's a very but, classic T-shirt. <laughs> bring it back to Rudder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys stick around for both the post credit scenes? Of course. Did. You did stick around, even though I advised you not to stay for the second one. Mm. Did you? Some people left, and we did wonder... Yeah, but it's not worth sticking around for that second one, is it? Not first, the first one. <gasps> well, I the found second it, one. I ah. found it quite. The first one, I guessed was going to happen. Mm. I was like, this has to happen. Mm. Uh, yeah, didn't think it was going to be as. It's big. it's it's left. Total, it's it was it, without spoiling anything. It's left something else to be picked up on in the next Avengers film mm. that will come out next mm. year. But it, yeah, it's kind of like a little cliffhanger of its own. Mm. And I thought Marvel were going to do something interesting where the one at the very end would be a certain character coming to resolve that cliffhanger. That's what I thought. That's what I was waiting for. And so it was yeah. going to be a double cliffhanger at the yeah. end. But no, what was interesting about the last one was it was a shot that had featured in the trailer. Yes, yes. So they've uh, shown yeah. the post credit scene. Ultimate trolling. Yeah, in the actual trailer. Like there, it's... That for me, this one for me was worse than um, Captain it, America at the end of Spider Man. Oh, at the yeah. end of Spider Man, yeah. yeah, when he said you wait for something and it's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that that was quite funny, but it was beautiful trolling from yeah. Marvel. Yeah. This is quite interesting. Uh, we had a, a a message, an email mm. in from uh, Beardy David. Oh yeah, he's got back in touch. Beardy D, I love. We that. like Beardy D. Um, but anyway, he says, Hey guys, been a while since we last spoke, but rest assured I've been listening and loving the podcast every week. Great to have Michael on this week's show to replace the bland and repetitive Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Uh, but anyway, he was wondering what our favourite non-Harry Potter movies and TV shows of all time are, which are, which fits perfectly 
into this sort of relatively non-Potter episode mm. of uh, After All This Time. Anyway, he says, uh, mine, I hear you cry. Uh, <laughs> well, they are Back to the Future and Chef for films and The Office and Stranger Things for TV. Now, obviously, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know we're massive fans of The Office just because the original, of the yeah. way we talk. Yeah, yeah the, the original ri- Office, the UK Office. Because, that, I mean, that came out at like, a perfect time for, my, for us, like, what, 13, 14? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Still in a Form, absolutely formed our sense of humour. Yeah, when uh, we'd stopped being... The, yeah, that was like the first adult comedy yeah. that we all really got into. It yeah, wasn't exactly. silly like Father Ted or anything. No. It, would have been, it would have been either that or Spaced. It was around sort of the same sort of time I would have got yeah. into Spaced. Spaced was still kind of like that... Um, is hyper real the term though? It was very sort of pop culture heavy. It was, it was very yeah. sort of palatable was to us. But yeah, because that was the t- that because around that age is when you sort of come awake a little bit in terms of the things you love, and it's you know so Star Wars was obviously a massive thing for our mm. childhoods, and mm. seeing these adults referencing Star Wars, making go, oh wow, this they, they can't do that. Yeah, it, <laughs> making well, it's jokes like, about things I know. It's like the Just, first time you watch Clerks. And yeah, you go, oh yeah, oh, exactly. We're going to spend ten minutes talking about building the second Death Star yeah yeah and, yeah and, but not only that it's also really funny 10 yeah. minutes it's like the contractors this, on this the Death Star and stuff for yeah. me oh yeah, yeah absolutely I but, was um, thinking go on. Tim actually from Space is pretty much what we are now oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Abs- absolute man children yeah Tim if Space carried on going Tim would have his own Harry Potter podcast <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those that don't know what Spaced is, that's all, that's the project that sort of launched Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Simon mm. Pegg played the character of Tim and Edgar Wright's directing career. Yeah, 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 of course. And it's a it's a brilliant series. If you had, and I, we watched I watched it recently with Hannah. We did the whole two series in like so a couple good, of nights. It, re- it's it still so really holds up. Yeah. I was when, really worried it was going to be dated. No, whenever <laughs> I watch it, it's it's a I watch two episodes and then it's right. Um, whatever the rest of the day yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I got to keep watching it. Bringing it back to Potter, uh-huh. you've even got Stan Shumpike in there. Stan Shumpike, of yes. course, turns up as a young yob. Yeah, in one episode, you know what? That's a <laughs> that's, that's a good impression of him that I can do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so it's it's funny that you mention uh, Beardy D. It's funny that you mention Chef for films because Pat and I are doing. Uh, something we've done a couple of times now is we try and watch a hundred films over the course of a year that we've never seen before. Mm. Uh, and I only watched Chef for the first time the other week. Oh, Chef is amazing. Pat, you said I'd love it and I absolutely loved it. It's such a brilliant film. It's just so... Um, it's just such a beautiful vibe yeah. throughout the whole thing. The whole it's thing, lovely yeah. to look at. It makes you really hungry. Oh my God, those sandwiches at the end. Oh, yeah. And like the grilled cheese that he yeah. makes. Um, oh, some great little cameos from like from from Marvel faces, yeah, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, uh, I love the tweeting uh, effect. Yeah. on the screen. That's yeah, just a brilliant film. Just, and then Back to the Future, Fifty D mentioned obviously. I mean, we referenced it last week. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back to the love future. Love Back to the Future. Uh, seen Chef. I need to oh, you need to watch it. Yeah. It's really it's on Netflix. Tuck in. Get involved. Uh, it's one of those films where it makes you want where you you come out of it going, I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to buy a van and drive cross yeah. country and cook. I mean, food. I don't want to clean it like he has to clean it. I want to buy a new one. No, <laughs> <laughs> or hire cleaners. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Favorite films? Uh, I guess. Well, Star Wars is obviously a massive one. Star Wars, but yeah. that's that's sort of like a universe that I've got involved in. In terms of films, it's, there's a close tie between Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Emily. I think mm. Mm. they were sort of big for me uh tv shows 
I don't know, like the Simpsons series three to ten. Yeah, sort of brilliant. That again, was another huge defining part of that. But that was more sort of childlike, but yeah. defining in terms of comedy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I guess as we've got older, Cobra Enthusiasm, Seinfeld, and then Game you know, Sopranos, well. Game of Thrones. Yeah, Sopranos is probably my favorite TV show. I think time. ever, yeah, I'm the same. Uh, I was obviously massively obsessed with Lost when it was on, yes. but it was a different kind of love. Because yeah. I, I was just obsessed with finding out the answers. And I loved the journey and I loved the characters. And there were some really standout episodes, but it does dip in quality towards the end. Whereas oh, for me, Sopranos never got bad, just no. got better and better. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I Pat, you and I obviously watched, like, I think, the last series together, but this was before mm. downloading, but you had these DVDs. Pirate DVDs from America, I yeah. used to come oh, sit yeah. in your bedroom and we'd watch, and we watched the ending. And together. yeah, just sort of open-mouthed, like, that was brilliant. What the hell happened? <laughs> Are we going to ruin the end of No, surprise? let's, no, no, let's no. not. Um, movies, I, I'm, I think of the movies that I keep going back to. So mm. it's like, like, like I mentioned, the movies of Kevin Smith. Again, some are better than others. Yeah. But that's something I keep going back to. Um, the Chris Nolan Batman yeah. series. Yeah, brilliant yeah, as well. Uh, some of the X-Men movies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. Not all of them. What about you, Gogs? What, um, Mike, sorry. Well, one of my favourite films that I've watched over and over again um, is American History X. And it's not pop culture as such. It's quite a hard-hitting film. Sure, but, yeah. Grim. Um, I don't know, the I just, there's just something about the story. I love Ed Norton. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just thought it was a brilliant, brilliant film. Um, but I also used to love Home Alone. Home Alone was great. Yes, that is, that is a, that's a, that's a, that's a Christmas staple. Christmas yes. staple. One Home, and two, I would yeah. say. They're both pretty much the same film. Do you know what? Yeah, Home Alone's up there with like Goodfellas and Jurassic Park as... I've never thought of it before, but I will watch it at least once a year. Oh, yeah. Mm. Home Alone 2 as well. They, they brought in the, the talk boy. Yes. Oh, God. How popular was that? I had one. Well, my brothers had one, and my childhood got a lot worse because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Credit card, you (laughs) got it. (laughs) That was it, because you could change the voices to be high pitch or low. And my brothers loved practical jokes on me all the time. And yeah, they would just record messages. And then as I was trying to get to sleep, I used to share a room with my brother, Rich. Yeah. um, And we're in bunk beds, and he'd be on the top bunk. I thought he'd be asleep, so I was getting asleep, and then I just hear this really scary, high-pitched voice that my other brother record- recorded, oh and I, yeah, I just couldn't sleep. Oh, it my was, God. What did it say? That's so it cruel. A, I, I think he tried to be a witch, and so was like, Hello, Michael. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you trying to sleep? <laughs> oh, bearing in mind, I was, I was a young child. And <laughs> That's so cruel. Uh, we, we really got this question that we got from... Um, Daniela Stewart on Twitter she asked uh, which Hogwarts houses mm. would you put Luke Skywalker Leia and Han from Star Wars that's a great question that is yeah, such a good a question I was thinking question, about this I'd written some notes mm. have, you, have you got your answers Pat? no I'm sure on two of them Ooh, I'm sure on two but I'm I'm really lost on one of them what about you Michael? I've, have you got any? Again, I, I've yeah, I've 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 sorted all three of them. You've sorted all three. Again, it's very. Can I right? Can I guess? Is the biggest struggle with Leia? No, my, my struggles with Leia. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you my answers. I would put Han and Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would have put Luke in Gryffindor. Hmm. I don't know about Leia. 
thinking Hufflepuff. See, now, I would have put Luke in Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. And as I said, uh, you know, he, he, he's quite reckless. Like, like, the way Harry rushes to the ministry to save yeah. Sirius, Sirius without thinking it through is very much the way Luke rushes to save uh, yeah. Han and Leia, even though Yoda's saying, nope, you haven't finished your training, you're not ready. Yeah. yeah. Very much the Gryffindor bravery in him. Uh, Leia, I would have put in Ravenclaw. Right, she's okay. Quite, I see her much more as an authoritative, and she's well... I mean, her, her position in politics, she's very intelligent. Um, she's always citing, you know... Yeah, that, that was my thinking, that she's... I did say, I did say Ravenclaw, didn't I? You said Hufflepuff. Did I say yeah, I meant Ravenclaw? Ah, okay. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, um, so I was thinking Ravenclaw, but she is also very brave herself. She yeah. doesn't yeah. shy away from a fight. And I know, you know, it's not only Gryffindors that take part in fights, mm. but yeah. she will jump into a fight against the odds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's true. So it's between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor for her. I think Ravenclaw edges it. Yeah, I, th- I, I think Ravenclaw wins. But then I think that just because she got the smarts. Yeah, she's I got a privileged think. upbringing. She went to private school. Check my sister. Yeah. She's got the smarts. <laughs> she got the smarts. I but, made that with my sister. She's real smart. <laughs> I kissed her one time. It was it was wicked smart. <laughs> well, that's Boston Skywalker. <laughs> Boston. She was wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I started off by saying Ravenclaw because uh-huh. I think you know the same kind of thing. She's she's brave, she's intelligent, she's a good leader. Yes. Um, but then as I was going through the houses, uh-huh. she's, she's also very modest and humble. She's not the one that will say I'm you know the best. She will she'll, she'll sit back mm. and she'll yeah. just do what needs to be done. Sure. Um, and yeah, there's no pride. In no, exactly. And it's even when in the Last Jedi when pods went against her uh-huh. she sort of she thought it out and then she was just like you know what you do what you do and then Poe Poe yeah sorry Pod, Pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't watch that film too many times no I don't blame <laughs> you <laughs> um, but yeah and then she 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 was sure in herself in her plan she was like I'm, I'm just gonna go and do that sure. so she's quite level headed in that way um, she's hard working and but the thing that made me think she's more Hufflepuff is the fact that even though she is brave, she does kind of tend to go under the radar a bit more than, say, your Luke or your Han. Hmm. Yeah, um, she's not I, really at the forefront. No, I saw her more as like a... But then there's that moment, like, we're in the, they're in the um, cell block, and she's like, someone's got to save our skin. She just grabs yeah. the gun and starts yeah, blasting away. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But I was thinking about what Harry Potter characters she might be like, and I was thinking, she actually, she seems a bit, a bit like Tonks. And Tonks was a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's probably mm. quite a good show. Certainly in A New Hope, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Quite assertive. No, Tonks is a lot more playful, I think. She's a lot more jolly. And then, and then when she gets into her depression, that's mm. why it's such a, a shift. Whereas Leia is very sort of an authoritarian and then being with Han sort of breaks down like the exterior a bit and she yeah. she starts opening up and then and then you see her with the Ewoks and she's like playing with them and stuff and she's become a much more open person but when you first meet her I suppose she's a prisoner when you first meet her so of course yeah. she's got a guard yeah. up if that is what you want then that's what you'll receive yeah <laughs> <laughs> if money's all that you love that's what my that's what my brother says when he offers to get me a drink I say, oh yeah can I get, can I get a uh, Camden Hells if that is what you want then <laughs> Uh, you put Han in Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah, he's just... Um, well, uh, if you think of Han sort of before A New Hope, mm. 
ignoring the solo film. <laughs> he's quite, he's he's quite reckless. He's not that bothered. He's got no real allegiance. He no. will screw you over, he which, which he has done to a lot of people that he's done business with. I mean, yeah. you never really see it, but it's alluded to. Mm. You know, he's he's out for himself. Actually, yeah, it's alluded yeah. to several times. Like he owes Jabber money. And yep. is sort of, you know, takes forever to pay him back. Mm. And then uh, when you see him in The Force Awakens, you've got that ganja club. Yeah. And the, the other. <laughs> Tell that to ganja club. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to the culture club. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for my accent, Scottish listeners. Uh, yeah, I suppose I can see that. I just, I wouldn't have pegged him as a Slytherin, but. No. No, you, you've won me over. See, I went. I, but, but, he, but he, Sorry, sorry, Mike. But he, he also, he does redeem himself. Towards well, this the is end, it. but so mm. did Draco. And, but this is yeah. what I, I put down. He's a bit like I think he he would have been the most like Harry in the fact of he could have had the choice if he sat in the hat mm. and it said you know Gryffindor. Or yeah, I agree. I, I agree because at the beginning, I agree. He is very out for himself. He's ambitious. He's got a lot of slivering qualities. He's very crafty. Yeah, mm. out of resourceful, little, little ruthless. And... Yeah, um, but and even in A New Hope, he starts off saying, you know, oh, I'll only help you for a reward and sure. that's how he helped save Leia by the end of it he comes back with just no sort of monetary gain in sight and Leia said something like see I know it wasn't all about the money yeah 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 like. so it's, I mean, yeah, yeah, like but it's all in that weird sort of laugh yeah. yeah you can never quite understand what they're saying it's like I knew it wasn't all about the money in the very next scene they give him a big shiny gold yeah. medal <laughs> <laughs> what is that and why do they laugh at R2-D2 just sort of shaking a little bit yeah, R2's having a fit <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that question, by the yeah, way. That is exactly brilliant. what we wanted. Yeah. Just, we wanted to be a bunch of geeks talking about Star Wars and Harry Potter. Yeah. I hope that's what the listeners wanted too. Next week, can someone ask us who would win between Thanos and Voldemort? Ooh. Yes, can someone please uh, ask us e- email us or tweet us that. Uh, who would win between Thanos and Voldemort? Because I want to have that chat. Yeah, I want to have that chat, but we can't just bring it up yeah. at the of nothing. <laughs> no, that would be really self-serving. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that, I guess that was Week in Geek. I'm not sure what the feature is, really. <laughs> no. Just us talking about other things. That was nice. Let's do that again. All rise. All rise. All rise. Now, Joe. Yes? Next week, <laughs> you're going up against Toll yes. in the Wizen Gamut. And uh, I think he's had nothing but wins so far. I think, yeah, he's won them all. And... Um, You've had some shocking performances. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to wipe the smug smile <laughs> off his big comedy face. His... I want So I want you to pay special attention this week. This is going to be a training okay. for when you go up against Tom next week. This is, okay. your, this is your Rocky training montage right now. I wish I'd taken this more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the case this week, which... Um, uh, Pat, you you are going to be in favour of, okay, and Michael, you are going to be arguing against this case, okay, um, okay. The case is as follows: This show is better without Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm arguing for Tom. Pretty much, you're arguing against. for Tom. You're arguing against that, and I've got to argue for that. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, um, I thought you were going to give us a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, Patrick, you've got 30 seconds to make your opening statement and your time starts now. Well, if I had longer than 30 seconds, I'd say go back and listen to the first 40 minutes. I think they speak for themselves. <laughs> um, but this show, the wording... Is Stronger Without Tom? Yes, I think it is, because there's some freshness, particularly to this show, not necessarily the podcast as a whole. But this show is better Uh without Tom, because we had the nice little phone call with him and got to catch up from Edinburgh. But we've also got to hear a bit more from Mike, which we don't always hear from. He's come out of Michael's Corner. So this particular show is better without Tom. Semantics. Time. (laughs) I'm up to semantics, mate. (laughs) Well, that's annoying, because I really wanted you to slag him off. (laughs) Why? What would you have me say? Uh, uh, Well, no, uh, uh, the case, sorry, was this show, as in the show in general, as in every single episode. Um, So you've argued argued wrong. Well, that was only my opening statement. Okay, now I'm looking forward to your closing one. Yeah, uh, it's right. like rebuttals to whatever Mike's statement right. is. Miguel, Michael's Corner. Oh, sorry, uh, just a quick note to listeners. Sorry if you hear me call him Gogs. That's sort of a nickname from school that I can't get out of the habit of calling. Mm. So if I say Gogs, it obviously means Michael. That's if funny. you want an explanation of the name, you're not getting it. Right, Michael, you ready? <laughs> 30 seconds starts now. Okay, so it's obviously a great show with Tom. Tom's a driving force. He's he's the host. He's Tom Toll. He brings the jokes. He's the funny man. You both well, are funny as well. On. Unbelievable. Why, if, insult if, the, why insult like, the joke? Uh, it's my opening statement. <laughs> no, but really like you've stated before, if Tom wasn't here, you wouldn't be as funny. Because you on, you bring the jokes that <laughs> <laughs> that make Tom laugh, uh, essentially making it more... Uh, Easy listening Your for the time's up. <laughs> You've both been I'm bad. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Have an sorry, argument. Tom. Here comes here comes the rebuttal. <clears throat> Come on, keep talking, chaps. Um, just because he's the host doesn't mean he's the best thing about the show. Would you argue in the glory days of Mock the Week that Daro Brian was the best thing about Mock the Week? But no, this is Frankie the thing. Boyle. You need you need that one person to to take the rebuttal of everyone else. He's the comic relief because you guys the comic love relief. to. You love relief from comedy. Yeah, re- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think the fans have spoken on Twitter and said that, um, like Beardy David, sent he's quite happy yeah. to miss Tom's inane ramblings. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Anne Marie was just glad that at least there wasn't an episode without me. <laughs> so, but, but going by instance, going by the popular opinion. All right, guys. For time, instance, no, no, I've got to say to- this. Order in my court. <laughs> Joe, your laugh wouldn't be as popular if Tom didn't make you laugh that much. Yeah. I'll fake it for Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, I'm really trying now. Okay, Uh, Pat, your closing statement time starts now. Well, I think we've proven that this show would be better without Tom. And and as this episode says, it is better without Tom. In fact, I think the weakest part of this episode so far has been the phone call. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As I said, popular opinion dictates that he's not very... Uh, popular indeed when he goes to Edinburgh they won't even give him a nice room to do his uh, (laughs) his lukewarm comedy stylings so why should we give him a nice big chair to host this show he's dragging us down this has been the best episode so far (laughs) oh sorry Tom (laughs) that's what you wanted isn't it it's exactly what I wanted (laughs) it's everything I dreamed of All right, Michael, your closing statement starting now. Okay, so Tom brings different uh, elements to the show. He's the family man for all the listeners out there who have families and kids. You know, he's he's the one that they look up to. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> you were doing so well. He's you can he, keep going. You still got time. Uh, that was a good. It's point. really bad that you're struggling to think of nice things to say about <laughs> our friend. <laughs> but no, and you know, it, he just he brings the funny. <laughs> he's the one that comes up with the nice quips, and I've laughed heartily at many time. things that he said. Go. Oh, Michael. Uh, <laughs> I was so I was well. close to you know that opening point you made about him being the family man and we are trying to make this a family friendly show mm. and Tom being you know he's he, the dad that was a good point but I, then you made no more points I, I got ahead <laughs> of myself I don't know whose closing statement is going to upset Tom more <laughs> <laughs> the, my vitriol or your inability to say a nice thing about him <laughs> I'm, full, I'm sorry to Tom. I've got to award this to Pat. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. That technically counts as a loss for Tom. <laughs> In his heart. But Tom, as we said last week, just because I'm arguing these points doesn't mean I agree with That's them. That's true, but say he what, does. You say can whatever tell. I need to say to win the game. His T-shirt says, I really mean this. <laughs> and now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Watch. All right, guys, quick bit of Potter Watch. Yep, very fast. What we got? Come on, right, 10 seconds. Okay, so <laughs> oh, uh, um, I got something, I've read something quite interesting this this week. Uh-huh. Um, it was on Pottermore. It's to do with the Cursed Child play. No spoilers, please. You uh, haven't seen it either, I, have I've you? I've not seen it. Oh, good, okay. Yeah, I really want to. Um, but it's it, over the summer holidays, obviously uh-huh. more children are wanting to go. Yeah. Um, they're actually putting on something they're calling a relaxed performance okay um this is on the thursday the 23rd of august and the 20- okay. friday the 24th of august cool as well um and it's for children with autism and oh brilliant and yeah and they, they're calling it a relaxed performance okay so sure it's more you know um there'll be less kind of distraction so the lighting might be soother oh soother. Okay. that's really cool that's a yeah. great show oh that's brilliant yeah and so like, if, if you're a parent uh whose child would Probably be- benefit from watching that. Yeah, and check go. It. Yeah, oh, that's tickets. a great show. So it's in like, it's in like the... two weeks. Yeah, Thursday the twenty third and Friday. Do they the 24th still, do they still have tickets available? Because they... I haven't checked. That's the only thing. Do you think so. oh, they, they might be part of the Friday forty, which mm. is Fridays at one pm? You can get tickets for forty pounds. I think that's right. Isn't yeah, it? two yeah. tickets for forty pounds. I think yeah. that's it. Which is a bargain because those <laughs> tickets are quite expensive. Yes, I yeah. paid an awful lot more than that, for, <laughs> to, and to wait a lot longer yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, that's, that's really, brilliant. That's yeah. really yeah. cool. Hopefully, they'll that. do more of those then over the holidays. That'd have been nice if they'd done it all summer. Yeah, but uh, hopefully over Christmas, Easter, that sort of time. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, good, good for them. Uh, there's also other quick bit of news. The book. Do you know what I just realised? We went to that um, History of Magic exhibition yeah. uh, about the Harry Potter books on the 9th of January. We still haven't spoken about it on the no. podcast. No, we're still we saving should, that. We're one. saving that one up. <laughs> the exhibition that ended in February. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I think weren't we waiting for it to open in New York so we could get all those sweet New York downloads? Sweet NYC downloads. <laughs> anyway, so the book History of Magic uh, that's now coming out as an audio book, read by Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones. Oh. Mm. She is. Uh, she is. She's. Uh, <laughs> well, she, well, she is. <laughs> that's she is. really. She funny. is, and she Not does disagree. <laughs> Mike's riddle. Mike, you've got a riddle for us this week. I do have okay. a riddle for you. Beautiful to look at, but violent as can be. People are entertained when trying to be close to me. That poor gudgeon whose face I did bludgeon. If only he knew that not pressed I'd be still and not stressed. 
One seemed to know this his name of flower. He had quite a terrifying power. In fact, he was the reason I was born, as a guard, not just to adorn. Oh, and Potter's own mother owned one of my brothers. What on earth? Wait, so Harry's mum, she would have had a pet. She had, uh... Well, I know that she once gave Slughorn a fish. <laughs> <laughs> a fish. I wanted a fish. Your mother gave that to me. It's um, very dear to me. But, oh. Something about adorning. There's a lot of stuff in there about flowers and guard, mm. something that, that shouldn't be not just to adorn mm. or a garn. And then one guy who had the name of a flower found. What guys have flowers names? What? Men Dude. have flowers names. Yeah. Do. Mm. Shush, Michael. Um, could it be? Can we uh, hear it from, wanna... from the top? From yeah, from the top. One more okay. time, Michael. Beautiful to look at, but violent as can be. People are entertained when trying to be close to me. That poor gudgeon whose face I did bludgeon. If only he knew that not pressed, I'd be still and not stressed. One seemed to know this, his name a flower. He had quite a terrifying power. In fact, he was the reason I was born. As a guard... Not just to adorn. Oh, and Potter's own mother owned one of my brothers. So what gets all stressed out when you prod it? Strangers on the tube. Uh, um, yeah. Joe, Joe Power when it's warm. Yeah. Do you want me to realign that? Yeah, give it, get right. All right. Emphasis, emphasis line. En- emphasis line. Um, if only he knew that not pressed, I'd be still... And not stressed. Not is spelt K-N-O-T, it isn't is. it? Yeah. It's the Whomping Willow. It is the Whomping mm. Willow. Well done, Pat. Oh, well that took done, a while. Pat. That took a while. Great riddle, Michael. Yeah, and obviously Lily's wand was a willow. Willow. Oh. Oh. Professor Lupin. Lupin's a type of flower. Yes, uh, the guy with the yeah. flower's name. He was a guard... Guarding the tunnel. It was to the, the reason the Wampum yeah, Willow was planted. The reason um, chocolate there. And I, I don't know if it was in the books, but it was something I found out. Gudgeon, I think his name was David Gudgeon or something, was basically a child who was nearly blinded when they played the game of trying oh. to get close to the to the Wampum Willow. Oh, right. See, yeah, I was, I was overthinking that. Mm. Also, bludgeon. Throws you into the bludger territory. Yeah, well, that's it. A lot of, Led lot of... me into Quidditch. But, right, thank you though, Mike. That was lovely, brilliant. lovely, really. Um, well done to anyone listening if you managed to get that before us. Well done. Yeah, well yeah. done, show off. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, mm. I'm about to hand it over to Mike for the quiz. Wow, you've only overhanded the quiz over once in my damn life. Wow. Uh, oh, Mike, I've got the uh, the Hedwigs and the Wormtails for you. Lovely. I don't know which is which. That's that's the point. <laughs> Trying to fashion <laughs> heads. <laughs> Blue. Okay. Uh, so let Pat call. So we said that it's a quiz oh, it's, uh, about yeah. Michael Corner. Of course it is. Yeah, I love the book you've bought with you today. This was a present from uh, a child in my class. For all the listeners out there, it's a lovely Harry Potter, but it's like leather bound oh, and it's, it's like got a moleskin. It's great. Yeah, 
Um, and it's got the Hogwarts emblem on the front with Draco Dormian's Nuquam Titillandus. Lovely stuff. Anyone remember what that stands for? No. Uh, never tickle a sleeping dragon. Oh, Pat's got a bonus point. Uh, ah! That's how this is working. All right, quiz master. <laughs> you get minus one point. <laughs> so you're definitely finishing Oh, actually, last. I meant to bring that up in Peeves. Tom got a bonus point at the start of the last episode for, the, um, for saying that Hermione's parents could have their memories unerased. Oh, so I'll remove that from but the history books. But it doesn't affect the doesn't make uh, a difference, the, the final score. He still wins. He is erased from history. Right. So this is a uh, quiz about Michael Corner. Because um, Michael's come out of his corner. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> it's going to be fun. How many I'm questions sure. have you got? Uh, there's five questions each. <laughs> Christy. And I wrote a there's... snitch as well, which... Is it a Michael Corner-based snitch? No. Oh, thank, thank God. God. But right. It's quite weird. Okay, so right. Don't worry, don't worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. Pat, Hedwigs or Wormtails? Hedwigs. Where else would you wear them? It is Wormtails. <sighs> Joe, do you want set number one or set number two of questions? Uh, I don't care. Can I go first? Whatever means I go first. All right, so set two. Okay. Going first. Lovely. Okay. What form does Michael Corner's Patronus take? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can see Joe thinking. <laughs> I can watch his eyes thinking. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess some sort of dog. Incorrect, Pat. I'm going to guess some sort of bunny hair. Rabbit to squirrel. Ah, squirrel. Okay, so <laughs> typical Michael. All right, Joe. Yes. Uh, who did Michael Corner date after oh, Ginny broke up with him? Um. Uh, no, I do remember this. It was um, right. Give me half a point for this because I don't remember her name. But it was because Ginny dumped him. Because of after a Quidditch match, mm-hmm. so he went off with someone who lost the Quidditch match. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember her name, so please give me half a point. <laughs> Was she part of the Quidditch team? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes, all right, mate. <laughs> it, it was Cho Chang. Yeah. Oh, it was Cho well Chang. No, Cho wow. Chang. Yeah. Oh, for he loo- kind of. He, oh, he's sniffing up Harry's. Yeah, it's interest, isn't he? Squirrelling around. No wonder his Patronus is a dirty little squirrel. I bet it's, I bet it's a grey as well. Yeah. You're meant to shoot those on sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll give you half a point for that because you did know the scenario. Thank yeah. you. Right, fair enough. Um, coincidentally, I think you've already answered this question. Go on. Um, what was Ginny's reason for breaking up with him? Oh, because he went and he didn't. Uh, oh, he didn't celebrate with her. Or didn't he went off and comforted someone else? Yeah, he right. was he was being a bad loser after that was it. Ginny was the seeker. She caught the snitch. Yes, yes, that was, was it. Loser, so, yes, yeah. she caught the snitch just ahead of Cho Chang, didn't she? Yeah, and then he right. went off and comforted Cho Chang. And yes, so I remember dare. that now. So I'll give you a point for that. So you're on one and a half. So Woohoo! Uh, question number four. This is way Ooh. more than I thought I'd get. Points, <laughs> Look at you, racking them up. Okay, listen to this one. It's a bit of a clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which exam did Michael Corner achieve a high owl in allowing him to advance to newt level? Um, what, what grade did he get, sorry? 
In which exam did Michael Corner achieve a high owl in? Oh, right. So you didn't give me the correct... Uh, potions? Yes. Yes. Potions, well done. Very the clue good. being, obviously, you couldn't take the newt levels if yeah, you didn't that was the clue. Yet. Um, and then last one. In the Deathly Hallows, mm-hmm. why was Michael Corner... Cor- why was Michael Corner tortured by the Carrows? Oh! Oh, I didn't know this was Michael Corner. Mm-hmm. If this is right. But isn't this what... Nev- this Neville explains mm. to Ron or Harry that someone... Oh, they did something in front of... Keep going. Was it like... Um, like took like took the blame for something that a younger student did or something. Oh, Pat, do you want to have a go? They tortured him. Yeah, because he's a little prick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I have no idea. I have no (laughs) idea. What was was the answer? Um, I'm going to give you a half a point. Okay, because uh, he was caught uh, releasing a first year. They had chained up. Right, yeah, that's uh, it. And they wanted to make an example of him. So right. he was uh, he was close. doing something for a younger student. Um, oh, so I, I take back I take back my prick comment. No, yeah, he's had a lovely like He was guy. he was before the last book, but I didn't realize that was Michael Corner. That's fun. Uh, okay, so you've got was that, was one, that five? Two, three points. Three, three points. Five. Oh, yeah, and Pat's already got there. one point. Oh yeah, Pat's on his bonus point. Well done. Tell you what, I'm going to give you a point for your <laughs> fair play yes, there. Only fair. That's my kind of quiz master. You've got four <laughs> points there, Joe. And Tom, you... Tom? Pat, you're <laughs> on one. Um, okay. Here we go. What house was Michael Corner in? <laughs> well, I think... Uh, I think, based on the previous round where he went to comfort chose straight away yeah, that I'm going to guess she was representing his house I'm going to say Ravenclaw is the correct answer well, well deduced done, Pat. Pat. that was what I was thinking mm. okay can you name the two friends Michael Corner is often known to be hanging around with and I'll give you, give you one point for one two points if you get both of them Ooh, you, oh, a point each okay bonus. Ernie McMillan nope Cho Chang. <laughs> no, they're not the answers I'm looking for. Uh, what was it? Uh, Joe, do you want to go? Um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it was Anthony Goldstein. Oh, yeah. And Terry Boot. Boot. Yeah. Booty. Uh, the old, old bootlicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's know, what we call him. <laughs> Goldstein, Goldstein, Boot and Corner. That lovely trio. Oh, Number yeah, three. Classics. <laughs> I would love to read... <laughs> Like a version of like the same continuity, but what they were getting up to. Yeah. Where like Harry's always. <laughs> like, can you believe. Because that would be us. That would they? be. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh man, can you believe that Harry's in the uh, Triwizard Tournament? Well, can you believe that I left my shoes at home? <laughs> That's my novel for this year. When's the first school trip to Hogsmeade? So I can go buy some shoes. <laughs> Name's Terry Boot, for God's sake. I haven't even got any boots. <laughs> There's got to be some fan fiction. If there's not, that should be a project for the next year, writing fan fiction. We'll write our own fan fiction. <laughs> From the we perspective have of Terry Boot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, number three. Where did Michael Corner, oh, according to Hermione, mm. where did Michael Corner and Ginny meet? Um, 
on the train. Not on the train. Not according to Hermione. Uh, she does know it all, to be fair. Mm. Joe? Joe, you want to go? Um, uh, the Christmas ball. I'm going to give you half a point for that, Joe. Oh, do I get a point? Oh, oh no. No, no, you don't. <laughs> Greedy. <laughs> yeah. Greedy guts. But no, you were, you were very, very close. It was the Yule ball. Christmas ball. That's the same. Ball. It's the same. Yeah. Good guess from me, but yeah, yeah, it was. was well guess. done. Was Michael Corner a pure blood or a half blood? Hmm. 50 mm. 50. I'm going to guess pure. No, he was a half blood. <gasps> I would have said half just mm. because I don't, know, I don't know why there would have been an option. I would have said half. Mm. That was what, just my thinking. Was, yeah, what do you mean? Just I did, I just thought I, in my head it's generally assumed that everyone is pure blood until it's brought up that they're not. Yeah, you can see oh, I was kind of mean, no. But Hagrid says that there's not a witch or wizard alive who isn't half blood or less these days. Then why would you say pure? Because <laughs> because that's what I thought the trick was going to be, and in the fact that he saved that kid that was being hung up, I thought it was like, look, the the you know the enemies at the, at the gate, they're in the school, they're running things. Not all of us pure bloods agree with the sure. way you do things. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought that's he great. was making an example of saving the... But no, he was half-blood. Fair enough. Yeah, no yeah. point. You could see I was scraping the barrel with his <laughs> <Yeah. teacher. laughs> Okay. Uh, number four. Uh, no, number five. Last one. Um, what did Michael Corner remind Luna of being lost? Mm. Well, I know she loses her shoes, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the only thing I can remember. But why would he remind her of a shoe? Mm. Because he hangs out with a guy called Boot. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Could it be a trick question? <laughs> is, that a, is that a question to me? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, what, it could be. Do I get a point? What, what did Michael Corner remind Luna of being lost? Remind Luna of being lost? Uh, shoes. No, that's what I was hoping you'd go for. What uh, do you think, Joe? corners everything became round <laughs> no it hope. was um yeah, she hope. reminded he reminded her of hope being lost <laughs> it was rowena ravenclaw's diadem and it says oh. yeah but the lost diadem said michael corner rolling his eyes it's a sarcastic one, is lost luna so yeah. immediately undoing all the goodwill you got from yeah, exactly. <laughs> saving that get, young boy. Get back out of my brain. I'm going to instantly <laughs> forget everything I've learned about you today, Michael Corner. Okay, so we've got uh, Pat. You've got two yeah. with your bonus point. Joe, you're on four. Four, four, so four two. two to Joe. I do have a snitch. Okie doke. Okay, all right. Bit wordy. You do might I, have do I need to. a pen? Uh, yes, have okay. a pen. J.K. Rowling once stated that the approximate value of a galleon is about five great British pounds, though the exchange rate varies. Okay. With this info, right. Harry Potter.wikia calculated the value exchange rate accurate as of December 5th, 2010, as one galleon equals four pounds 93. One sickle equals 29p. Uh-huh. And one nut equals 1p. Okay. Correct. <laughs> and that's the snitch <laughs> how much okay. is the snitch worth uh, I'm going to say a million points if you get it spot on okay and just five points if okay actually wait how much does Pat need I need four yeah, no I need three three points so make it worth three points three points, points. Okay. Three points yeah 
if you get closest. Uh, uh, so, according to Gazette and Forbes magazine, J.K. Rowling is worth an estimated $650 million. Okay. Which uh, equates to approximately £505 million. What is her net worth in wizarding currency? Oh, my God. Okay. Can you repeat how much she's worth again? Uh, £505 million, approximately. £505 million. Pounds. Oh, my God. Um... I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you ten seconds because there is a way of working it. Yeah, oh, there is. Yeah, I've got one. Uh, I've got my answer. Okay, uh, three seconds, Jerry. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mucking up my answer. Oh. Okay. Have you got something written down? Yes. Right. Okay. I've got. I've got. I've got. I've got one. Okay, so good. I'm kind of hoping that I've done the the maths correctly on this as well. Okay, um, <laughs> seeing as you're in the lead, Joe, let's go with your answer. All right, okay, I've gone for 110 galleons. 110 galleons. What'd you go for, Pat? This just, that was a, the quickest guess I could come up with. Okay. Right, 110 galleons. <laughs> Did no. you? No. Okay, I, I've, but... gone a, I've gone a bit higher. <laughs> just uh, a bit. I've gone for 100 million oh, galleons. Oh, no, that's what I meant! 100 million. I meant 110 million. Oh, can, can I change it, sorry? That's, that's what I meant. Ten so, <laughs> million. Wanna, okay, I'm, I'm going to be fair because you were in a bit of a pickle. Because I wrote a little M. All right, so, so you're going to go with 110 million. Yeah. Now gallions. my my working out for this is that if one galleon is just shy of five pounds, mm-hmm. and she's worth 505 million, yep. then you should be 101 million galleons or just less. That's what that's what I was yes. thinking. But just, like 100. But then I, d- I didn't know how much to add on after the 100 because I was panicking and crying inside. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can say that, Pat, you didn't get it spot on. Okay. But you do get the three points. Three points. Well done. Okay. It was well, win under my belt. Thank 102,434,077 galleons. Uh, no uh, sickles and no nuts. Because yeah, I was going to write 105. In fact, I did write 105 and then crossed it out. <laughs> he did for the viewers. <sighs> And, but is. Pat still would have won it, just I'm, about. I'm usually awful at the numbers. I'm really happy with myself there. That's really good. Well yeah. done, Pat. It's a shame the rest of the day is going to suck, but that's oh. a nice moment. <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, and that's the quiz. <laughs> thank you very much for the quiz, Thanks, Michael. man. That was good. And thank you very much to the listeners. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you've got any topics of conversation you want to send through... Or any questions, or you just want to tell us how great we are. (laughs) You You, you guys are so kind. If you've got anything nice to say about me, brilliant. If not, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just, I mean, if if you haven't, then just don't send your kid to his school. That's fine. (laughs) Yes. We don't don't let him see the emails anyway. So if you send through some hate, he's not even going to see it. So what a waste of your time. I'll I'll immediately phone him and tell him. Screenshot it. (laughs) Post it on his bedroom door. So, oh God, it feels weird without Tom here. It's hard to wrap up. Thanks so, so much for listening. Yeah, if you do want to get in touch, if you have got any questions you want to ask or topics of conversation, please, you can always send them via email at aattapod at gmail.com or through Facebook and Twitter. We're at aattapod. Um... And leave us a review on iTunes. That yes, helps. please do. That helps. Um, that's all. That's yeah, all there is to say. Just, really, you you need to do your side of the admin. Okay. Yeah, this is two. We ways. can't do everything. No, 
There's a bit of give and take. Give us nice reviews. Give us content. And we'll still keep giving you, you guys nice are, content. You guys are unbelievable. You want it all, <laughs> don't you? You're not even paying for this. Take, take, take. Right, okay. Can one of you say the after all this time thing? I've been Patrick Holland. I've been Joe Power. I've been Michael Goffrey. And this has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week. If you've really enjoyed the show, catch us on uh, email at aattapod at gmail.com or catch us on Facebook and Twitter at aattapod. Thanks, guys. Unbelievable. Where is he? What is he up to? I should probably bleep out his phone number. No. That's his punishment.